Collingwood fans are in mourning, thank goodness. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Woo! Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Well, we're going to have company! Loud noises! All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Yes, yes, West Coast. Are victorious. Not that this is a sporting podcast, but no. you know, anytime Collingwood doesn't win something, we're all pretty happy. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're based in Melbourne. <laughs> AFL is in our blood. This you is can't true. Escape it. This yep. is true. And we're, you know, the only time we're going for an interstate team is if it's against Collingwood. So. I could not bring myself Sorry. to supporting Collingwood. <laughs> yeah, I did this thing where I was like, my team isn't playing in the grand final, so I don't really care who wins. But Me deep too. down, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sorry to any Collingwood no. listeners. Um, anyway, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. <laughs> and I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. Yes, welcome to a podcast called Fred. Yay. My guests are back in the house. Yay. Yeah, can't this keep us good. away. I feel like I'm going to have to like rename guests as like <laughs> co-hosts, co-hosts yeah. like, like substitute co-hosts. <laughs> like substitute teachers. This is true. Substitute yes. co-hosts. Yes. Yeah, I, think that that's, I think that's an appropriate. Uh, description yes 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 but yes uh yes collingwood boo uh, <laughs> go west coast what a game though what a game oh it was so thrilling yeah. it was one of the most exciting grand finals since that famous draw a few mm-hmm. years back please uh, ptsd <laughs> I as a st kilda supporter loved it i loved it I was, mm. i'm glad i got to live yeah. Yes, they changed the rules afterwards. Thank goodness. But, no one know, else has to suffer that. For, for this time around, we had third quarter, 55 points each. Yeah. What a way to go into the final I quarter. I know. That's incredible. Which is funny because I know that like Collingwood were probably the favourites going into it. They were, I think. And everyone. The you know, way they beat Richmond. Yeah. And mm. it's, you know, Collingwood's a strong club. You know, they've got a great coach. Yeah, you know, they great, do. It's, it's a great team. Yeah. Credit where it's due. Yeah, fair call. And then just before the boys run out, the banner collapses mm. under yeah. the pressure of the wind. The, the omen has struck. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad omen <laughs> for sure. Exactly. And you would go both ways. If, you know, Collingwood loses, you go, oh, well, it was an omen. Collingwood mm. wins, you go, well, it doesn't matter how you start the game, it's how you finish it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we, you could look at it in, in any way. Glass yeah. half empty, glass half full situation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, look, yeah. it looked like Collingwood were going to take it. Only just. Yeah. West Coast giving God. a few, you know, one points, you know, behinds and all of those. Yeah. And you're just like, just make it a goal. I know. And when it counted, they did. You know what I loved, though, is the fact that the scores were almost identical because they yes. kicked, they each kicked the same amount of goals. Yes. And you rarely see that in AFL. Absolutely. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was, yeah, such a great match. It's Again, it's what you want your grand final to be. Exactly. You don't want any of this, like, you know, years ago when it was... Uh, I don't know, Hawthorne, like yeah. just demolishing teams or I think Geelong maybe thrashed somebody one yes. year. Like, you know, it's no, no. You yeah. want good entertainment. Yeah. If it's not your team in the grand final, you just want it to be a good game. Exactly. You can enjoy with your family. You don't want to decide it in the first quarter. No. Like, that's boring. No, that's you know what I mean? Bullshit, yeah. You know? I mean, look, yeah. great if it's your team winning, but for everyone else, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, 
Not so much fun. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, enough sport talk. Yes. (laughs) We are a pop culture podcast. Yes. Yes. We are a pop culture podcast, everybody. Okay. We've met the the AFL tour quota. Yes. Yes, we have. That's it. We have fulfilled the requirement, contractual obligation, done. (laughs) (laughs) Talked about Melbourne's religion, it's done. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Um, Fulia, how have you been the past... Little while you haven't been on this show. Oh well, I've been I've been all right. Been working with Channel Forty One here and there, going out on shoots with them. Yeah. Um, been what else have I been doing? I've been uh, playing some hockey, beer league, still going strong. Almost about to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, got my um, what else have I got? Yeah, not a lot, really. <laughs> think about it. Well, there was a certain shindig that happened yes, last Yes, well, that's yeah. that's probably the big thing for me. The last couple of weeks I've been sort of stressing about what the hell I was going to cook for some, for yesterday's mm. little dinner party that I held. Yes. Foodie uh, Fuji. Yes. Yeah, Foodie Fuji's <laughs> debut. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, ended up uh, throwing a little dinner party with my friends. Yes, um, and it was wonderful. Yeah, had my lovely mother guiding me with the cooking because everybody wanted Middle Eastern food and I didn't know how to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, happy to say that it was a success. Everybody loved the food. Mm-hmm. The entertainment was was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definite success. I can probably do one of these again Later down the track. Yeah, a couple of months or something. What was the the favourite uh, dish that you cooked for you? Or did you enjoy making the most? What did you go, oh, that was the best dish of the night for me? Uh, I would have to say I enjoyed making the the sweets, Mm -hmm. the pastry. Uh, My mum showed me how Mm. the the technique of making it. Yeah. And then I literally just kept going with the (laughs) pastry. Yeah, good on you. And it's like the simplest technique. To getting it right, um, and then you just line them up in the tray, chuck it in the oven, and let the oven do its work. And then all you have to do is put on a little bit of, well, not not actually not a little bit, a lot of honey syrup. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot. So the pastry sucks through a lot. Yeah, and it's just so good. Yeah, delicious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> being treated to one just before, yummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, everybody enjoyed the the main dishes and the entree, which was a soup. Mm. Um, and the main dishes were one. One of them was um, Moroccan uh, marinated chicken, and the other one was stuffed eggplant. Ooh, yes, yummy. it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> and there was really nice rice as well. Yes. The rice was very good. The rice I did not make. Mm. My mum made that uh, last minute mm. uh, as I was preparing the table and getting things ready and waiting for guests to arrive. Hang on, so it was literally made within, like, the last hour of, like... Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Mum mom said that it doesn't take very long to, to make that rice, so it was, like, Clearly. just do it within the last half an hour that, That's you know, cool. guests are going to arrive, so... Wow. Yeah. It's good rice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but apart from that, yeah. Yeah, great. That's about it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wayne, what else has been happening? Oh, uh, with me? Yeah, been pretty busy. Um, been, you know, working at a school, which is yay. No, it is yay actually. It is yay. I get I get to be responsible adult. (laughs) Yay. I was telling Kendall before, just off mic, that I've, you know, been, you know, 
trying to perfect and utilize some of my teacher voices. So <laughs> if my students ever hear, can you just stay back for a minute? <laughs> they know they're getting a really boring long lecture from, from me. Um, <laughs> so hopefully I don't have to give too many of those. But yes, I did actually have one class where, uh, you know, the kids are very energetic, very playful, <laughs> very exhausting. <laughs> And on this one kid who I get along really well with, like he's, he's a really good kid, but my goodness, he just doesn't know when to quit. I think within <laughs> the space of about three minutes, I used about five different tones and strategies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Uh, I don't know if any of them work, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> We're still mates. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah you know, next home is only about a week away. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, but no, been really good. I've been watching a lot of movies lately as well. Right, that's good. Yeah, been going back into some retro movies. Nice. So, well, you'll be excited about this that I've been delving into seventies horror. Oh, <laughs> yay! Yay! So, been watching some old, old slashers, but that's good. Yeah, but I've been delving into the um, Hills Have Eyes franchise. Have oh, you seen those at all? I've at all? seen. Yes, I've seen the first one one time because yes. I was, I think. Oh, God, late high school when I watched yeah. it, so and you it mean scared the shit out of me. 1977? Sorry, no, I haven't seen the original. Oh, the 06. I've, I saw the 06, yeah. that, that version, um, which was pretty full on. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the original, though. Yeah, so I've gone back and watched the original, mm-hmm. its sequel, and I saw the remake, and so I've just got the sequel to the remake. Yeah, I can't remember if I've... Yeah, I don't remember if I saw the sequel to the remake Yeah, the sequel's not too, not too bad um, by memory, okay. so I look forward to revisiting it. Okay, cool. Yeah, but That's I think awesome. I'm, yeah, but I think I'm going to compile all of these into just one big post of little quickie reviews, maybe. It's, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Save, for it, save it for Halloween, Halloween. maybe. Halloween, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, pop yeah, that yeah. In. And what I also discovered was that there is a prequel graphic novel. As well, really. So I think I might read that and throw that in the review too. Oh, Why that's not? so cool. Yeah. Was it written for the original film? It was actually written to coincide with the release of the sequel, so the oh, 2007 sequel. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'm actually looking forward to getting up to that because that's the one thing that I haven't read or experienced mm-hmm, yet. So I've mm-hmm. seen all the films before. Yeah. Um. So I can't wait to some fresh material. I think so. Yeah. It gives nice. some insight. No, that's cool. Into this franchise. I like it. Yeah. And they're not as gruesome as I thought they would be, which is kind of good because you know. Okay. Maybe I should rewatch it then. Yeah. Because like I remember it being really gruesome. <laughs> just, or just like really f- fucked up. But yeah, like, that you know that they are because they're yeah. they're like mutant family. That's essentially. right. Yeah, like, yeah, they're cannibals. Yeah, cannibals. Yeah, it's all that wonderful. Fully stuff. is just like <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares. Not that I'm not already having them now. Oh, uh, well, do you know <laughs> maybe we'll stop. Do you know what's funny? I, Sorry, I do. I do have to share, and it's funny. Like I watched the original '77 one. I watched the the '84 sequel. Fine. I watched the 06 remake recently, and it was late at night. Oh, no. House was quiet. Oh, no. And it was okay. Like, it was good. Like, it wasn't... It's kind of on par with the original's disturbing, because it's yeah. a remake of that, so a yeah. lot of lines and scenarios are similar. similar. Um, but obviously, you know, 2000s, you can do more with technology, mm-hmm. and the censorship isn't as strict, so you can That's show more, all of this true, stuff. true, yes. And go to bed... I have an adjoining um, bathroom, so I have an ensuite. So I'm there brushing my teeth. On the other side of my ensuite is my brother's bedroom, and I hear a knock against the wall. <laughs> I just sort of startle, and I once I've brushed my teeth, I pop my head out of my bedroom. It's quiet. Go to bed. <laughs> and then the following, 
<laughs> and then the following day, I said to I said to Paul, I was like, um, "Were you awake when I went to bed?" He goes, "No, I didn't. Like, you know, hear you shut everything off and rah rah." I was like, "Oh, okay. You must have like bumped your head against the bed head, yeah." <laughs> it's like probably. I was like, "Yeah," because I just want to say, um, you know, when I'm watching a horror movie, don't do that. Do that. <laughs> It is not a good idea. Oh, my God. It yeah. reminded me the first time I saw Friday the 13th Part 3 as a teenager. I've watched, I watched the films during the day. Fine, no problems. And, you know, because they're all, you know, they've aged, obviously. Oh, There's yeah. only so much. You yeah. know, you can do. They're, but they're fun films. I watch them for the fun of it all, not yeah. necessarily to get scared. And mm. I was never really scared of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, creative kills all of this stuff. i got to watch Part 3 in the middle of the night at, like, 2 in the morning. I've never been so t- so terrified to go from one end of the house to the other to my bedroom. So yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's the, um, the atmosphere of it all. No, I to- yeah. I can totally understand because like as a kid, and this is funny because if anyone has seen my recent Collectible Chaos video, will know I, I love the movie Independence Day. Mm. When I was a kid, remember I say in the video that like I feel like the, the aliens in this film are almost as scary as the xenomorphs in the alien franchise. Yeah. I didn't see the I didn't see the alien franchise until I was a teenager, but of course I was in primary school when Independence Day came out. Yeah. And those aliens used to scare the shit out of me. I actually had dreams of them like <laughs> cut nightmares rather wow. coming into my house and like abducting me or whatever. Wow. I was just like Ugh. yeah. So they used to scare me when I was kid. So I remember being freaked out like in the middle of the night waking up going, Oh God. Oh, it's not here. Oh, okay, it's not real. Okay, I'm awake now. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. You know, anyway. Which is brilliant. I have to share somebody else's story, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but I'll get the gist of it right, I'm sure. Was I was listening to the guys on Horror Movie Podcast, and they were talking about the remake of It. Yeah, right. When that had come out. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys had said, like, oh, you know, he, he'd gone to seen the movie, but he was by him by himself. Like, the, mm. you know, there's a lot of people in the cinema, but he didn't go with anyone. He went in by himself. Mm-hmm. The movie starts, and he looks like to the left, and there's a few empty seats. Yeah. But after those empty seats, there's a clown holding a red balloon in the back row of the oh. cinema in his row, and he was like, "No," and he was like. I'm sure the cinema, you know, the the movie or whatever, put put him there. But he was like, I just did not move. (laughs) I could not react to anything because I was so scared. And he's like, he did not, like, the clown did not move. And it's just like, so his experience of watching it was probably frozen in fear. Not necessarily because of the movie. And it's a scary movie. It is. (laughs) But because of somebody a few seats away from him. And I just thought, that is one of the greatest uh, movie-going stories ever. And shame on you, cinema, for doing that to that poor guy. Oh, <laughs> my... Could you imagine? I would die. I would, I'd be like, I'm coming next session. I love horror films. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, love, I would die of I lo- fear. I'm the same. I love love to get oh, scared and, and feel safe again man, afterwards. Yeah. But when I heard that story, I'm like, I think that is the greatest story I've ever heard about going to the cinema. Oh, my God. <laughs> a candle right now. Yeah, Kendall's reacting and you weren't even there. <laughs> I know. Like, just, I'm just... Pe- oh, anyway. All right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. Yes. Yes. That's... Thank so you. So that was my week. Thank you. It's <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Yes, your yes. week. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have nothing really to, sit, to add to that. No, 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 not really. I mean, I haven't really done anything exciting to in the last week. I mean, I saw a movie mm. that I've got a um, excuse me, quickie review for later on, hey. and uh, New Collectible Chaos is up, which is yes. awesome. 
and uh, yeah, what else? Uh, yeah, the dinner party was amazing. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I went to IKEA today as well. That was good. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Furniture shopping. Yeah, furniture shopping. Yeah. I bought, I bought a like a sort of a bookshelf thing. Oh, um, but yeah. Here's the fun part. So uh, I live around the corner from Springvale, Ikea. Like, that is so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know why it's dangerous? Oh, Kendall. You know why it's dangerous? Yeah. I don't usually go there for the reason of yeah. the danger. Um, the, I, the bookshelf wouldn't fit in the car. $50 delivery How around the corner. What? Oh, could you not carry it? And I'm being no, serious. No, no. It was, like it was heavy. Heavy, stuff, heavy yeah. wood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 50 bucks delivery. And did that cost more than the bookshelf? No. Okay, absolutely. well, that's good. The bookshelf <laughs> was like 70 bucks. So, yeah. But still, which is great. Which is look great for a bookshelf, I guess. It was really, and it's a really nice bookshelf, but yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I live like less than two kilometers away. Yeah. Like, it's shit. So, oh. that was. So but other than that, yeah. good day at IKEA. Look, it's that fun. bookshelf better last, last a lifetime <laughs> and then some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what's, I the, needed what's the actual danger of going to IKEA? Well, I mean. Everything if it's, else, if it's like around the corner, everything else is in there. Like you know, there's so many amazing things in there. I would just go there for lunch. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> to that too. Honest. I mean, they do. F- yeah, they have awesome food. Like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do the meatballs and everything. Oh yeah, no, I've been to I've been to the IKEA. Yeah. Uh, I've been to the IKEA in Richmond. Richmond yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one I go to. Yeah, yeah for me, yeah. that's the closest. Yeah, mm, yeah not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. you don't need to worry about no. that. Oh no, that's true. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, I've, yeah, good week, good week. I think, yeah, brilliant, nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right, let's get into the news, I think. The week that was in the news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, alright, so, um, starting off with some sad things to say first up, which is always sad, I don't like doing this because it's just so awkward to transition into positive fun things when you're talking about sad, sad things, but yeah, okay, alright, making it more awkward, go Kendall. Um, (laughs) sorry, 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 no no disrespect whatsoever. I'm just a very awkward person. Okay, all right. So starting with, um, yeah, we have sadly two um, deaths in the entertainment industry to mention. Um, the first one being uh, famed producer Gary Kurtz passed away this week. He was 78. Um, most notably uh, worked with George Lucas and helped bring us Star Wars. Uh, we wouldn't have Star Wars without Gary Kurtz. Um, he played a big role in A New Hope and then Empire Strikes Back. Um, but I think there was a falling out with George Lucas subsequently from Empire, so he wasn't involved with Return of the Jedi. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. Um, but, yeah, he also was a producer on... There was another another big film, a couple other big films. Uh, let me find... I had them written down, and, of course, things don't like to load when you want them to. Um, yeah, he was... He worked with George Lucas uh, on uh, American Graffiti prior to Star Wars. Um, and then he was a producer on The Dark Crystal as well. So another big one there. 
Um, yeah, so very sad to hear of his passing. And yeah, we thank him for his contribution to pop culture because clearly a big uh, contribution there. So thank you very much, Gary. Um, and then we had um, a death in the, the local uh, world, the Melbourne uh, kind of industry. Damien, uh, Damien, Damien, Damien Hill. Hill. I was going to say Lewis for some reason. That's an actor. Sorry. <laughs> Damien Hill passed away. Um, he was an independent Aussie actor and writer. He was 42 years old. So young. Uh, so young, which is makes it even sadder, you know. Um, he was in the Australian film Porno. Um, a few years ago, he was in the uh, TV show The Leftovers, which filmed here in, in Melbourne. Um, and, yeah, he worked worked on a bunch of stuff. And they were in the production on a couple of things right now that, yeah, unfortunately, he's not going to get uh, to see come to fruition. So very, very sad. But, yeah, like, you know, the independent industry here in Melbourne has yeah, been in shock the last week just you know reeling from that news because clearly he was quite loved by a lot of people so mm. he will definitely be missed um okay all right let's shake it off shake off the sadness um and go into some pop culture fun stuff now okay all right i'm gonna read these out okay <laughs> all right so um some fox news fox marvel news fox movie news um to start off with um so we've had some release date reshuffles from fox this week um despite the first trailer for x-men dark phoenix coming out this week um i feel like this was mostly in part to the fact that it was leaked online the trailer before it actually was officially released um which is why they went ahead and released the the full trailer um to get ahead of the you know all of thatness um but they've actually pushed the film back to um i've written the wrong date this is the 7th of june 2019 um uh, so they've said that they want to put it in the prime prime real estate of the summer blockbuster because the original date and the date attached to the trailers was valentine's day next year mm-hmm. um which i i personally think is a bit weird that they would move it because considering the last two years we've had like this year was black panther came out that week and is one of the highest grossing films of the year, biggest films of the year. And the year before that was Deadpool came out, Valentine's Day. Mm. So the big hitters, so for, this this like used to be a, like the, the Oscars zone only and mm. now like these big budget movies started releasing, but they've decided they want to they move a bit later. So, um, but that's, yeah, that's going to be in a time post Avengers 4. So it might, might work to their advantage, who knows. Um, they've also pushed back Gambit again, Channing Tatum's Gambit film that's been long in pre-production hell. Um, it's been pushed back now to March 13th, 2020. Um, so yeah, they still haven't even, I don't, I can't remember if they have a director, like this has been going on for a couple of years now trying to get this film made. So who knows what will happen there. And then the soon to be released Alita Battle Angel has now been moved to uh, the date previously occupied by Dark Phoenix Valentine's Day next year. That was supposed to come out around Christmas time here in Australia. But yes, now it will be February. Um, okay. Switching gears, crossing the pond, as it were, to DC. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> um, we've got some casting news for the upcoming Birds of Prey movie. This is one of the, um, DCEU spin-off films starring Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn that's in the works. Um, Birds of Prey has cast 
the wonderful Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress, which I am so happy about. I love that actress so much. She's very talented. And Journey Smollett-Bell as Black Canary. Um, and she was in, she's in the show at the moment called Underground. And if anyone watched True Blood, she was in True Blood for a little while as well. Um, and the movie will be coming out on February 7, 2020. So there's a blockbuster in your, in your February slot. Not next year, the year after. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I'm very looking forward, much looking forward to that movie coming out. Okay. Um, DC adjacent because Gal Gadot. Um, she's been cast as Lynette or Linne. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, Ridgeway Doyle in The Death on the Nile remake, which, fully get excited, this is a sequel to Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to read the books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, so this this is about another another one of those situations that Hercule Poirot just happens to find out. Like saying the name like that. He just, you say it so well. I, I thank you. I did VCE front. No. Um, <laughs> do I remember any of it? No. 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 Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, apparently there's like this like uh, luxurious cruise happening in and around the Nile area. Area and then some, a murder takes place and he's there and he gets caught up and trying to investigate it and apparently a lot of the suspects he thinks are, could be potential like you know killers uh, start dying Ooh, and so whoa. then they have to try and figure out who the killer is. Ah, wow. So it sounds it sounds really cool. Yeah, um, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So that so Gal Gadot is going to be uh, that they haven't really confirmed either way any of the other cast yep. yet. Um, Personally, I'm making a pitch for Tom Hiddleston in one of these roles, <laughs> mostly because, mostly because him and Kenneth Branagh go way back. Like they've been friends for like over ten years, and they've worked together before on Thor, on the TV series Wallander for the BBC. They've done radio plays together. They've done theatre together. Like they're like best buds. Like Kenneth is Tom's mentor essentially. So I'm just like campaigning. They're not. Neither of them listen to this show, but like. I want Tom is not doing any acting right now, so <laughs> <laughs> I would love and to see him like and Gal Gadot in the same. Oh my god, I would, I would, yeah. my my bisexuality just would collapse. Like I just <laughs> would not be able to handle myself. So anyway, that's my little. <laughs> Kendall's excited. Okay, all right. Okay. Kendall will make that film go into the billion dollar box office return. Oh yeah. You do not understand the Marvel franchise relies on her. <laughs> and her alone. They do. Yeah, they really do. I'm responsible. I am. No, and you're not the first person to say that to yeah, me. I'm, I'm very proud. Oh yeah. I'm very proud of my money spending. Anyway. Someone's gonna spend it. <laughs> yes, and it's me. Yeah, so it's, it's you. It is me. Get it cinema to yourself. Save it for later, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, okay, okay. Next up, next up, we had uh, this week there was a first look released of Taron Egerton as Elton John in the upcoming biopic Rocket Man. Did you guys see yes. this picture? It looks amazing. How good. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was good casting, but I was trying to picture him looking like Elton and mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see it. But then when I, I saw the photo and he's in costume, I'm like, Whoa, he looks so much like a young Elton John. Yeah, it looks it's, great. It's absolutely incredible. Um, so this movie's going to be 
really, really good. I yeah, think. hopefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Elton's producing it as well, so he'll have okay. a heavy say in what goes on. Yeah, um, which is really good. Um, so that's coming out, I think, twenty twenty or at the end of next year. I think okay. it's around that time. Yeah, yeah. So a little while away. Um, some Netflix news. This got me super keen. Um, they're finally announced. We're getting Making a Murderer Part Two, Season Two to the Outstanding Season One. Yeah, as a couple of years ago now. Um, but it's going to be dropping on Netflix on the nineteenth of October, so only in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be focusing on you know the events following the first series because like a yeah. lot of things kind of as a result of that series came out. Yeah. Um, and you know. Uh, whether or not um, uh, his um, his I think it was the nephew, the nephew Brent, yeah. Brendan Dassey, Brendan, that's right. yeah, whether or not he was coerced into confession, yes. which he totally was. Oh, my but, opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. like I like mean, to, you can you watch the tape. Yeah, and you, the way he's just sitting there and the way that they're talking at him, they're like they're like leading him into these. Oh, like, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the fact that you have a child who clearly has some learning disabilities oh, yeah, yeah. and struggles to process things he's being shouted out without legal representation or counsel yeah um and he, he's you're right being led to draw what the room look like draw what you do all of these different yeah, things yeah so and bad. for some reason that's okay yeah now recently enough and hopefully the documentary will cover this i'm sure it will um yeah. you know there were judges who had said actually this boy should not have been yeah. In prison at all. No. And now there's another spanner in the works where apparently that's been overturned again, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Can we let this kid just go, go? Like, he's clearly not. Yes. And look, I appreciate that, you know, someone's life has been lost. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. This poor um, and, girl. And, yeah. yeah. And the family needs closure. All of totally. these different things. Yeah. However, your sense of closure cannot come when there is reasonable doubt. Yeah. And it cannot come if it's been achieved out of the confines of the law, if yeah, that makes sense. exactly. If you're doing tricks, because you know what? Uh, this family wants closure for all the right reasons, because yeah. they deserve it and they're entitled they to it. Yeah. The police want closure because they need another case to move on to. Yeah. That's me being a bit cynical, uh, but yeah. I'm sensing well, I'm sensing it in this case. They don't, yeah. They're very, yeah. I guess the, the, this, these certain detectives are very, um, yeah. you know... I don't know. Not very. They don't really seem to. They're very much removed from the case on a personal level, which I guess I think is a professional thing. It's a high-profile case. Yeah. You want to be the one to snap it up. Let's yeah. Face it. But at the same time, yeah, exactly. They just they just want everything to go their way. They're like, okay, we've got someone. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Move on. I remember yeah, with, so. with that with making a murderer. I just remember thinking about how much mothers suffer for their children. Yeah. The thing about the way that the the mothers of um, you know, both men mm-hmm. um, are presented really fascinates me. Yeah. If I'm looking at it from, a, you know, a, a gender perspective and the roles of women mm-hmm. in our society mm. and, and this nurturing, it's really heartbreaking. And when Brendan is sentenced, his mum's reaction, yeah. if you remember her outburst, oh, is yeah, yeah, soul-destroying. Yeah. And I know she says horrible things about the, the, the victim's family and so forth. That's pain. Oh, like, yeah. That is coming from a She's, lot of pain. Yeah. I feel for her so much in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another heartbreaking moment when Brandon's, I think, first, like, arrested or something or is first in prison before he gets sentenced. He's, like, on the phone to his mum and he's like, oh, mum, I'm going to miss WrestleMania or something like that. There's yeah. that innocence is there. Yeah, literally, So yeah. how is it okay to manipulate this kid? 
and making him look guilty. Yeah. Like, it's pretty disgusting. It is, yeah. Hopefully, there's a lot lot of work going into it. So, this, you're right, this season is going to be fascinating. It is. It's going to be really interesting. yeah. Yeah. Fully, do you like true crime sort of stuff? Not really. Mm, Not really. Not really. So, this is probably not really your your thing. Yeah, well, okay. yeah. well, this was the show that got me, was the reason why I had a, a Netflix subscription. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, this is a show that I want oh, to watch. Oh, yeah, so wow. the reason why I signed up for Netflix. I can't, what was the reason I signed up? I think I initially signed up for all the movies and stuff, mm. but then like I started watching House of Cards and I was like, oh, oh yes, okay. I'm in, yeah. I'm in this now. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Yeah, but it's interesting stuff if you like true crime. Mm. Um, it's interesting stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely go watch it. Um, so yeah, so that'll be out on the 19th of October. And lastly, in the news, uh, we have confirmation from Whoopi Goldberg herself that we are getting a Sister Act reboot. The only catch is it's not going to have Whoopi Goldberg in it, yeah. <laughs> um, which makes me think, oh, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, it could be fun. Like, yeah. if they get a good cast, they get they capture the spirit of the original. Yeah, I mean, for, for a reboot, you know... I know it's in the word reboot and not remake. Yeah. But I don't want to remake. I don't want... No, you don't need no. to remake that whole yeah. thing. I, I think it would be bad if they did. Yeah, I don't want, you know, like a, a, a gangster's mistress running away from the crime was, and hiding well, yeah. away. I don't want that. It's done. It's perfect. Yeah. Like they did in the sequel. They didn't try to remake that. No. They sent, sent her to a school, which was fantastic. The yeah. music was even better in that one. So now something different. You know, you're going to reboot it, but you have to have her go somewhere different. Yeah. Um, yeah even yeah. if it's a different character altogether. It's yeah. not Dolores no, at all. It's no, no it's going to be nuts. someone completely different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it could be. Yeah. Are you a fan of the films? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's so much it's fun. So I, good. I haven't watched them in a long time. <laughs> Killer soundtrack. Oh, yeah. 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 Ugh, love them. Love them. But yeah, so that's that's in the works. Um, mm. Whoopi said she may be making a cameo at some point. In the film, um, that, so we can't rule that out. But, um, yeah, looks like it's going to be taking the franchise in a new direction. And mm. and hopefully it'll be good. Hope so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to touch on before we moved on? Or are we all good? No, yeah, nothing specifically. Just want to say, Gary Coates, thanks for creating our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. Oh, definitely. Thanks so much, mate. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well said. Yes. Fulia, anything um, you're excited I'm just, about? I'm, I'm really interested to see uh, how Rocketman actually comes out. Not I, I'm not a massive fan of Elton John, yeah. but I do enjoy like some of the songs that he has brought out. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, the only thing that as soon as as soon as I as soon as you uh, said the news, I thought to myself, is it is it is it that sort of timing where a lot of the different sort of aging artists want to make movies about themselves <laughs> or you know that's sort of the vibe i'm getting in the last like within the last 10 years we've been getting quite a few like biopics mm. yeah biopics about certain um musical artists um like for example um uh, you know queen yeah, yeah the freddie freddie mercury yeah, one Fred, the freddie mercury one that's about to come out yeah um, bohemian rhapsody yeah, yeah. in saying yeah, that i guess yeah. even like someone like elton who is still alive you know it's something, if you're going to make a film, you want a body of work mm. behind you yeah. to substantiate a film. So, yeah, it's interesting that all these different, yeah. you know, fil- films are coming out, mm. um, even with, like, A Star is Born. You know, I know that's yeah. a fictitious film, but it's all music-orientated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all these things. The entertainment kind of film. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, they make great stories. And it's, especially with it's somebody true. that you're interested in, a biopic yeah. can be pretty good. Especially it if they've got their 
you know, seal of approval there. It's yeah. something that feels a bit yeah. more authentic about I know, it. yeah, that's why I wanted to make a note of, like, Elton John's mm. directly involved in bringing this to life. Yeah. So that's really, really good. Yeah. This At the same time, it kind of makes me happy that I don't think I'll there'll ever be a Michael Jackson biopic. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't think... Like, you can't cast that. You cannot cast that at all. You would need to be very clever about it, I suppose. Yeah. And, like, you know how there was that... Was it that TV series? Yeah, the Joseph Fiennes yeah. controversy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. was interesting. <laughs> Are you, uh, I don't know, like, were you ever able to, that episode was never aired, is that no, correct? No, no. I don't know if, I don't know if it was ever released online either. It no. may, it may have been. I have no desire to watch it. Most, yes, that's um, what I was going to ask him, because I know yeah. the trailer got pulled, because I remember yeah, when that came out on the Fred website. Um, yeah. where we used to do some nerdy news on there. Yeah. That was one that one I remember writing about. Now, yeah. if you go back to that post, that link to that trailer link is, is dead. Gone. Yeah, 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 you can't watch um, it anymore. So there, there is, look, there is a part of me who, because I don't agree in censorship. Well, yeah, I can, um, yeah. I'm I, disappointed. Yeah, I get like, what you're saying. put it out there, let everyone call it a piece of shit, and then you've learned your lesson. Yeah. But in saying that, look, you've obviously offended some people. Yeah. But it's always going to happen. But, like, I know. you know, from a fan's point of view, yeah. um, you wouldn't have been interested in watching it if it was released. Well, I don't know. He's, the thing is, I've always been... They've tried to do Michael Jackson biopics before, have people play him. Like, like nothing like this. No. This, what this was going to be. Yeah, because there, um, there was that miniseries called The Jacksons, I think, in yeah, the 90s. Yeah, in the early 90s. Which, the, I, which I remember watching. Yeah, yeah me too. I, yeah. I, I have vague memories of as a kid watching that yeah. and enjoying that. Um, but, um, that was a different time. Yeah. And then, um. Well, and it wasn't parody either. It was straight. No. Well, yeah, yeah it was a straight drama yeah. of like the, you know, the early years of the family mm. and becoming, you know, the Jacksons and stuff. Um, yeah. But then, you know, they've done a couple of little, like, uh, uh, you know, there was a VH1 mm. biopic that they did that got a lot of fans were very mixed, yeah. mixed reaction wise, and some of it is a bit. Some of it's really good. Some of it's kind of oh, and okay, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> like whatever, you just kind of let it happen. I've only watched it like once or twice, but um, yeah. And but this Joseph Fiennes thing, I mean, I because like this is a, it's you know, it's a, it's an urban myth, yeah. essential story like that happened. Like after nine eleven, they got in a car, Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, and Michael Jackson in a car mm. driving across to Los Angeles from New York after because you could they couldn't fly. Like I think that it's such a fa- fascinating story. Yeah. The problem, yeah, the problem was is just that, like you know, they should have. I get why they cast a, a Caucasian actor, yeah. but Michael Jackson was black. Michael yes. Jackson was African American. Yes. He had a skin disorder that you know destroyed the pigmentation in his skin. So would it fly though if you had a black actor? who did not have discoloration of his skin and who was darker. Yeah, yeah I think it would fly. I think it, it would. would fly? If they found the right person, I really don't think, I don't ever want to see, like I said before, I don't ever want to see a biopic about him because I don't think they'd ever get it right. Yeah. But I think it would fly because Michael Jackson was black and the outrage from the Joseph Fiennes mm. scandal was the problem of him being a yeah. white man okay. being cast as a black man. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean, a lot of people, you know, people don't understand people that, you know, not to use, a, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, people are ignorant. Yeah. People don't understand this whole thing. And people think Michael Jackson was this person who wasn't proud of his heritage mm. or like was trying to appeal to mainstream white audiences. Yes. 
and by changing his appearance. You know, he had clearly had an issue with his appearance. Yeah. But that was nothing to do with his skin. He had a legit... There, I can show you pictures right now of yeah. him with blotches all over him. Yeah, and, yeah. Which he had to use a lot of makeup to, like, even out and stuff. Because, you know, because, like, what would people say as well? Like, if he was just going around, like, he had, like, you know, all these marks all over him. Mm. Like, you know, different discoloration and yeah. stuff. I mean, it was he wasn't going to win either way. No, exactly. So he, he was like, I'm going to do what I want to make yes. me feel comfortable as possible. And that's what he did. Yeah. So, I guess the plastic surgery that he had didn't help the cause. That was the problem. That, that was the that main problem. Did yeah. the thing. Because, yeah. again, that was unnecessary. He was a good-looking guy. Oh, you know? stunning. Um. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't need to. But again, yeah. look, it's show business. It's show business. Who he had, hasn't gone he had under the money? The knife. Well, literally, you know. that's what he said. That's one of one of his famous quotes from the the uh, the Living with Michael Jackson documentary, the Martin Bashir one, that kind of began yeah, the, the downfall. A, yeah, that one was interesting, wasn't oh. it? Good job, Martin. Oh, fuck yeah, you, Martin Bashir. Yeah. I hate if you, you didn't pick up my sarcasm. Yeah, I yeah. no, I got your I got your sarcasm <laughs> yeah. radically. Thank you very much for that. Now, one of his quotes from that was that like. If everybody who had had plastic surgery was like, you know, had like, was told to leave Hollywood, there wouldn't be anybody left. Oh, absolutely. Like if everybody, yeah. Industry based on image. Yeah. And, you know, you see how in Western society, Western cultures, we treat people who look like they're aging and things like that. Mm. It's a thing that you will always see. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, totally. To women more than men, but, you know, men as well. So he's concerns are legitimate yeah yeah he's allowed Uh, to have them and you know and as i've grown older and i've come to you know be more comfortable with my skin and and Mm. and do whatever i want yeah not that i do any of this kind of stuff but like why is everyone so concerned with what he's doing with his body yeah exactly like who gives a shit he's allowed to do what he wants well this is the thing it's fine when you're that huge yeah everything is everybody's business it's just so ridiculous i know we're going sorry we're going on a huge tangent but i brought up michael jackson so that's my fault open the can of worms sorry (laughs) very big can of worms i could go on and on and on but anyway but yeah thank you for agreeing with me oh no i you know i I know you wouldn't have but yeah no um love love michael as well clearly not as much as you kindle but i don't think i know people i don't think i know anyone who loves him as much as you thank you perfectly fine but you know the the man look the man's in my itunes yes (laughs) yes yeah mad props excellent okay all right back back to the podcast yeah sorry okay back on track all right news is done then yep done time for the trailer bark Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right. Trailer park time. Wow. Yeah. It's been a good week for trailers. Oh, yes, it has. Another <laughs> another really great week. Yes. Um, three big ones. Who wants to start? Guests choice. I'm sorry. Substitute co-host. <laughs> <laughs> What's this with more syllables? <laughs> <laughs> more syllables is bad. Can't. I can't even. Uh, fully, I feel like this is right up your alley. Go yeah, go. Um, oh man, I, can we talk about Fantastic Beasts? Yes, we can. <laughs> oh my goodness, I am so looking forward to that. Yes, film. yes, yes. I think we all are. <laughs> yes, the crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, tell um, us your thoughts. I love the way the trailer looks. Mm. Um, it's definitely getting me a lot more excited to see it. Um, I know a lot of people have have their opinions about Johnny Depp. But yeah. I feel like this this particular character he's playing, it, it looks really good. Um, I'm, I love the fact that it's a different type of evilness compared to Voldemort. Yeah. And so that 
that character coming through, it's it just sounds it just looks so good, mm. and I'm really looking forward to what he can bring to it. Yeah. So is um so Grindelwald his um because like Voldemort's thing was you know pure bloods. Yes. You know very much the kind of you know Aryan breed of witch uh, witches and wizards essentially. Yeah. To make an analogy, um, <clears throat> Grindelwald is more about. Uh, wizards living freely in and peace. open and peace. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, he doesn't want them to be in peace. He doesn't want. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he wants like you know. He, he wants chaos. Yeah, he wants chaos. He wants he wants them not to have to hide and and, and you know obscure themselves from the muggles and stuff. Yeah, but he do, ha, ha, does. He agree with Voldemort in the ter- in terms of like pure blood stuff because he was a Slytherin and everything as yeah. well. Wasn't he? I don't know. But they I'm have, not sure. Maybe we'll find out in the film. Yeah, where probably. It comes down. But he just wants he just wants wizards to yeah not not have to shield themselves from muggles essentially. Yeah, exactly. Live freely and open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And be chaos and yes, yes, because yes, he doesn't like muggles. Yeah, and okay. it, and it looks like that it's going to be all up to Newt. To stop yeah, him. which is interesting. Yeah, because apparently Dumbledore can't do it. And I want to know why. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, no. But we we I feel like we know why. They. Okay, okay. So, the theory is that, like, Dumbledore and Grindelwald were, like, a thing. Oh, okay. Because J.K. Rowling has said that Dumbledore is is gay. Yeah. So, um, and there's that moment in the trailer where he's standing in front of the mirror of Erised, which we know is shows you your, your desires, yes. what you desire. And he, and and he, see, and and he sees Grindelwald. Grindelwald. And it, yeah, but it's young Grindelwald from before he goes, before he turns more evil or dark. Oh, play, wow. Played by Jamie Campbell Bower from the other the Harry Potter films when you had that scene with Grindelwald in Half-Blood Prince I think or Deathly Hallows one anyway but he was yeah history yeah yeah, so there's young and then you see young Dumbledore looking at young Grindelwald and they have like a moment where their hands are touching and then and then it cuts to Johnny Depp and then back to Jude Law and it's like (gasps) yeah yeah so this puts a lot of context that's why so that's pretty much people are going okay so so Dumbledore can't do anything because He's he's he loves him, like, yeah. and he's heartbroken. Yeah, he doesn't want to get involved. He doesn't want to be caught up in that. And I think that's wonderful. That is, a if really, that's what that's, that is, that's pretty cool. I to do that. That's the story, That's the movie I want. Yeah, like, better, <laughs> that's, I really want to see that. I really do. Yeah, so yeah. definitely excited for Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, really it looks good. amazing. Yeah, that I think my favorite thing about Harry Potter films is the set decoration, the cinematography, oh, the special seen. effects. Mm-hmm. Like visually, such a stunning and like that scene where like all those like like I don't know like cloaks or whatever were flying up in the air, the black. Like material, like floating in the air, like twirling around, like and then just like the different, you know. Oh, I just, I don't, know. I love it. I'm, I love. I, why can't it be real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the know. film looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Harry Potter as well. I haven't read the books, so I do enjoy the films. I actually haven't seen the first Fantastic Beasts film. Oh, okay. Yeah, because worth again, a watch. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks really good. It's just mm. on the to do list, but again, not. Being a fanatic, haven't gone. Yeah. Oh, like I yeah. need to. You watch haven't gone this out of your way thing. to go see it. Yeah. yeah so enough. actually, watching the trailer, really not knowing who any of the characters are, mm-hmm. um, but I have to say, I, I could see the charm. I, I actually yeah. thought oh, the this, first one's very charming. Yeah, I'm like, you know, these characters look cute. I agree.
agree with you, Kendall, about the aesthetics. Mm. Looks absolutely mm. beautiful. Yeah. And I know that when you go back and watch the Harry Potter movies now, you know the CGI doesn't hold up so well. But you know when it was oh, in the earlier ones, yeah, yes, in the, like yeah. in the first two films, for example. Yeah. But who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they were great for its time. You get lost in the world. You get lost in the world. It does not matter. It's totally fine. The CG. Oh, and this film looks beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's just so nice. yeah. I don't know. Uh, to repeat myself, charming is there, especially for nice. a prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I think so, and it looks like it'll be planting a lot of seeds for stuff to happen down. Yeah, yeah. down the track for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I like the fact that we got to see a port key again. As yes. Well. I haven't seen cold. that in a while. It <laughs> 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 was the last time. Mm. Try Wizard Cup. No, no, after, but after that. It was, after that, they, that's right. They used port key like one more time after that. Wasn't it a boot? Well, the boot was the try was a was tournament. A cup, sorry. But there was, some, there was another port key. At, I can't remember what it was. Ah, uh, right. Oh, no, a, I think I remember now. Yeah, yeah. 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 In one like, of the later ones. Half-Blood yeah, Prince, half, maybe. Yeah, probably, yeah. Or Death, yeah, that's I don't one. know, one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else can we say about this film? Well, I mean, there has been a bit of controversy this week. Mm-hmm. Fulia has not been made aware of said no. controversy. So, 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 so. Okay, so, uh, Nagini, um, as we see in the trailer, is actually, you know, we've thought a snake all along, but there's yeah. been a long-standing theory that um, was act- was actually a person at one point. And turns, in the trailer, turns we, out we find out. Yeah, yes, it, it actually is. It was a it was a uh, it was an Asian woman um, who becomes the snake. Yes. Um, now people online lost their shit because because she's Asian. Yes, and because but they, not for they, the reason you think. Okay. They're, no, they're no, no. Yeah. yeah, they're not like up in arms because oh, why does it have to be an Asian woman? Blah, blah blah. No, they're up in arms because they think J.K. Rowling's a racist because they've cast a, a an Asian woman in a role where she's effectively subdued and enslaved and oh, forced. Wow. So they're trying. They're giving this this whole like narrative of like racism, like J.K.'s a racist and trying to make up for. Oh. Years of not, you know, not equal, you know, because like people have like said she's like complained for years that she's very whitewashy in her casting and her characters. Whatever. Okay, it's fine. It's not fine. I don't know. Whatever it is. But I don't really have a here nor there about it. But yeah, people are just basically saying that she's trying to make up for it by by have them have Nagini be an actual Asian woman. Okay. But. She's been racist because it's like, yeah. So that's the controversy. But J.K. Rowling, the wonderful, smart woman she is, and I love her clapbacks. They're the best. Um, She tweeted and gave the perfect answer um, to the controversy, um, which, yeah, I just made me smile so much. Um, So Nagini comes from um, like a mythical creature called... The Naga, or Naga. Um, They are snake-like mythical creatures of Indonesian mythology, hence the name Nagini. So hence, she's basically had this planned out from day dot. Yeah. Um, They are sometimes depicted as winged, uh, sometimes as half human, half snake. Indonesia um, comprises a few hundred ethnic groups, including Javanese, Chinese, and Batawi. Have a lovely day, snake emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. Yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah, people are, you know, 
going at her and she's like, well, no, actually, yeah. I did research on this. This is, this, I'm not being racist. This is the character that I have create like you taken from mythology as nearly like 90% of her characters in her story comes from mythology and it's intensely well-researched and wonderfully done. Um, And the actress herself, Claudia Kim, who we last saw in Avengers age of Ultron, actually she was the, um, she was Helen Cho, the scientist that helped like create vision essentially. Like, Oh, that, you know, remember like, you know, the healing stuff in the chamber that was, so this, that's her. Oh, wow. That actress. I slipped through it. <laughs> anyway, um, she, she, Claudia Kim um, herself said she was very excited to be in this film um, and it will be so interesting to see another side of Nagini, she, t- she said. You've only seen her as a horcrux in this. She's a wonderful and vulnerable woman who wants to live. She wants to stay as a human being and I think that's a wonderful contrast to the character. So we'll get to see her journey from where she starts off as this woman being forced to kind of be the snake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how she ends up becoming a Horcrux, wow. maybe. Yeah. Definitely can't wait to find yeah. out about that. Yeah, now. yeah. So lots of lots to unpack with this trailer. Oh, so I find it interesting because I mean you can never win, <laughs> right? You're either oh, you know because so I, tough, you I'll know? be honest that I am critical of JK rolling when she tries to backtrack and says you know that whole thing about Hermione, for example. Oh, I never said she was white. You know what I mean when yeah. they cast her. I'm like. It's okay if it she's white. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it is perfectly fine. It's, and just say it doesn't matter what the race or ethnicity of the person playing or on stage or yeah, in the films are. It's fine. It's fine. She, you don't have to try to pretend you like don't it need wasn't your intention. Yeah, you don't need to, so, like, yeah, defend. Because, yeah, you know. So you can't win. You've justified this character, which is fantastic. Yeah. Because people could have then, instead of going, oh, JK, you're a racist, which, like, if you look at what the Harry Potter films are actually about, it's kind of anti-racist story when you think about yeah. it. Talking about pure bloods and half-bloods. Like, Just a little bit. Like, you know, you don't have to read too deeply to know about that. No, no. But, you no. know, no one said, for example, oh, I love the fact that we've got an Asian actress playing this character because it's symbolic of the dominant white patriarchy on other cultures and things like that. Yeah. And you're proving this <laughs> Point and, and like you've got I've a never women rising up against yeah but no one went there they no. just wanted to they want to go, go for something jump, easy yeah, yeah. And jump t- on the bandwagon and of critical. attacking and absolutely yeah, exactly yeah. and you're I didn't the, even know yeah, sorry no I was gonna say you're not the author shut the f up yeah wow. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I agree I agree 100 percent and plus I never even realized Indonesia like I mean of course they would no, but yeah. have a mythology like this that would involve stories of these creatures seems quite rich as someone who doesn't know much about that culture yeah seems quite rich and yeah it's fascinating isn't this great about literature like it opens you up to other cultures to go oh I might find out more about this exactly exactly so it's fantastic stuff yes okay shut up people oh that was great that comes out yes on the 15th of November (sighs) this year so we're like just under two well sorry just under three months away two and a half months to now about Mm. roughly no month and a half oh we're under two months yes. I, f- I forgot what month it was sorry <laughs> Oct- it's october this week yes. what yes. so I'm a month so we're a month and a half away from this movie so that's <laughs> super exciting Even better, yeah? yes uh, can't wait yes 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 okay next trailer x-men 
Yeah, let's do it. Dark Phoenix Phoenix trailer. Guys, thoughts? I love X-Men movies. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, the only X-Men movie that I didn't particularly like was the first um, standalone Wolverine I was going to say Wolverine, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The other ones I really like. Even the... Even even, Last Stand. Yeah. Even the ones that I consider not so great. I actually enjoy them. I think they're fun. Okay, cool. That's good. There is something to enjoy in all of them. Yeah. I think because it's not like I'm not someone who's, you know, read the comics or watched the cartoons growing up. I came in them fresh. So there's no history or expectations really. So just have to go along with the the ride. Yeah. 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 As long as it's like an entertaining story. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Again, you know, the costumes are different in the films than they are in the comics and stuff, but... Well, that's just how it's going to be. Well, yeah, exactly. and, and now with these prequel ones, they've gone more in the traditional, the yellow mm. outfits, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I'd like to show a progression, I guess. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I'm yeah, it just looks great. I don't know. It's I don't have much to say about it, but it just seems no. to sit well with all the other X-Men films, regardless whether it's connected to this studio or that or whatever, mm. or this particular set or this franchise or, or here, or if it's in all of them that's ever been made, I don't know. Yeah, it's the, it, it's the timeline of these films is just messed up. Exactly. And I think that's why I just go in one at a time and just enjoy. Yeah. And leave it behind. I don't want to read too much into it. I yeah. just want to have fun. Because I yeah. think... And they deliver it. Yeah, because I think the thing is, is that after Days of Future Past happened, the events of... Uh, what the original three films mm. were kind of wiped out. Uh, yeah, yeah, retconned essentially, gone. Yeah, so they they never happen. Okay, um, which is why we get the Dark Phoenix storyline now because in X three, the Last Stand, that's when we got the Dark Phoenix storyline where Jean Grey mm. kind of yes. became that persona and killed a lot of people and went very evil and stuff. Mm. Um. But yeah, um, so this, so this, because this is set in the '90s. This one, because these movies, these prequels, they've been doing once every kind of ten years in for in the, in the film in the universe. So the first first class was in the '60s. Yeah. In the '70s was Days of Future Past. '80s was Apocalypse, and now we have got Dark Phoenix in the '90s. And this is going to be set technically supposed to be set just before X, uh, the first X Men would have started. Yeah, yeah. Because that was in like '99, 2000, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was around that time. Yeah. And um. I think they've done a really good job of making uh, the so the actress is Alexandra Ship who mm-hmm. is playing um, Storm. Yes, they've done a really good job of making her look like a young Halle Berry. How great does she look? I know. Yeah. I'm so so happy because yeah. she with the hair and everything like looks, great, yeah. looks yeah. really really cool. Um, of course, Sophie Turner uh, from Game of Thrones is Jean Grey mm. uh, slash Dark Phoenix. She's from she's, Yeah, that was good. Um, she's really talented. Yeah, I used to. It took me a while to get used to her her style of acting, watching Game of Thrones, and especially because she was so young when she started. Mm. I never really liked Sansa as a character, <laughs> but I'm enjoying her in these movies. Yeah. I think she's really good, and it's nice to see that they were able to get you know. Um, uh, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and Jennifer yeah. Lawrence to yeah. recontract for this one because, yeah, that would continuity would have been fucked if they hadn't come back. But yeah. it's really good. I love all of them. There's such this is such a good cast in these yeah. these movies. Yeah. yeah, again, the the franchise in itself is actually quite good. And yeah, yeah. you know, I think it, it you know it's the current stream, I guess, of Marvel films owes it to the first X-Men movie. Oh, no, totally. So I will freely I, it's admit kind of, that. It's kind, of, it's kind of special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of special. And what I love about that first X-Men movie as well is that they 
Brian Singer made it his own. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, was sort he of did. unapologetic for it. Yeah, you know? it was very much that super superhero campy yeah. like but not too like but no, also just, serious. Yeah, it was fun. At the same time. Yeah, well it, it was, had a sense of humor. It did. You know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean if you compare for example how the X Men fans reacted to Brian Singer's film versus to how Superman fans reacted to Brian Singer's film, mm. two totally different um, mm. groups and mm-hmm. responses. Um, yeah. Even when he was making Superman Returns, he could not get anything right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he got criticised over Superman's costume because uh, it didn't look like the Chris Reeve on all of these things. So it's um, crazy. Yeah, and so that was I, a crazy time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah, I know. Um, so I think good on him for having this vision, sticking to it with X Two, no, yeah. setting in motion, which you know, and a lot of films have come and gone since then. Um, yeah, and you know, redefining the rules themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. the current MCU has done it, have done it successfully. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like again, the X when you see an X Men trailer. It looks like an X Men film, yeah. And so I yeah. love that, regardless sort of who's helming it, yeah. who's written it, and who's starring in it, there is that aesthetic. Who is directing um, this one? Yeah. So yeah, so I thought, I thought it looks really. I think it looks really good. Yeah. No, it yeah. does, and I'm I'm also really excited to see Jessica Chastain in this because she's one of my faves. Yeah. Um. So she's playing the villain. Um. And they have. I can't remember which. Uh, name of her bloody character is supposed to be but she was well she you saw in the trailer she was a lady with the white hair mm-hmm. who came and sat yeah. and talked to Jean Grey yeah. and stuff but yeah Jean Grey is obviously going to be a bit of a villain anyway um oh okay Simon Kinberg's directing it okay yeah he's done he's done X-Men before okay yeah 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 um yeah he worked on Days of Future Past oh he also worked on Fan Four Stick but that you know but he also worked on Logan and the Martian so he's had a varied career <laughs> Simon Kinberg um, so this could be good. Fulia, what do you have any thoughts you want to add to this? Um, You're exci- no, You're, I'm, I'm, how do you feel about X-Men movies? Um, I followed the X-Men movies, you know, from when they first came out and mm. I've been enjoying them ever since then. Like, um, they do get a little confusing on their timelines, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going like back and forth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just take them as standalones. Just as a standalone film. Easiest way to do it, like, yeah. And I just watch it. I don't worry about what's happened in the previous yeah. film. I'm just like, right, this is another new one. I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm definitely looking forward to it, though, because it's, yeah. it's a different um, different storyline um, about a different character. So Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm, yeah. No, it's going to be really, really good. Okay. So um, that's not going to be out until mid-next year, 7th of June. Awesome. Yes. All right. Okay. That means we've got one more trailer to talk about, and that is Bumblebee. This looks so cool. Well, I'm in now. Um, (laughs) I don't really like the Transformers movies that much. Like, I love the first one. It was really good. Uh, And the third and fourth were all right, and I didn't bother with the last one they put out because everyone said it was awful. So, <laughs> I got really bad reviews. Yeah, I'm so. similar to you. I've really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I thought the second one was pretty atrocious. Yeah, it was rubbish. I thought the third one was really good. Yeah, and, third one was fun. And I'll be honest, I haven't even seen four. Four was fine because, like, I really like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's a very good lead. Yeah. He's very good at these action this is films. True. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to do that uh, really, really well. And, you know, they had Dinobots and stuff, even though they weren't even in the movie for that long, which was disappointing. But, you know, it was enjoyable. And then I didn't bother, yeah, last night. And then they had Anthony Hopkins in there being Anthony Hopkins all over the place and some weird storyline about Transformers and Nazis and stuff, apparently. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. 
But you're right, this one... This one looks fun! This one looks like a cute... This looks yeah. good! And it's got my favourite Transformer. Oh, <laughs> I think it's everyone's favourite yeah. Transformer. Yeah, yeah apart from Optimus Prime, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. but it just it, it looks fun. Hopefully it it's not... Um, I haven't seen any other trailers, but Kendall said there was There was one trailer that, that came out... Yeah, there was a trailer that came out, I think it was Comic-Con, uh, so back in June, July. And uh, yeah, I didn't really like it that much. I think it was alright. Like, it looked like it was going to be good, but I was like, oh, it's the same times a transformers movie yeah i that historically not great but so it was a bit cheesy but i was like oh maybe i'll go see it i don't know but yeah. this trailer is a really good trailer and it they gave us a bit of more of an idea what the film's going to be the yeah. story and and like uh, just i don't know some of the action and stuff and it was just cut together really nice and it was Oh, it just looks like a fun film. And John Cena is a weird. Oh, man. So, so you yeah. got excited about that, didn't you, Fulia? Because well, John Cena's uh, starting to get into the whole film industry nowadays. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the next rock. Yeah, yeah say pretty much. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's going into a lot more in the film stuff. But seeing him in a, in a different sort of light in, in the character that he's going to be in, um, it, just, it just looks... Very interesting. I want to see how he plays that character mm. and where he takes it. And yeah, because he's playing the straight-faced military guy in this Yeah, mm. not not the, the goofy, like, father or, you know, the, the, or the scared or... bull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the non-fighting bull. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just I'd like to see how, how he takes that character. Yeah. And, see how, how serious he really goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, but... Uh, but Definitely looking forward to seeing Bubblebee and his origins. Yeah. It looks cute. Yeah. There's going to be some great like action sequences there as yes. well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah think, again, good. Yeah, CGI looks great in this. Mm, I mm-hmm. think I was watching some bits of the trailer. I thought, ooh, is it going to be one of those over-stylized films? I feel like one of the scenes in that trailer, I when I was watching it, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking... The, the, the fight scene between Bumblebee and one of the Decepticons mm-hmm. um, and the girls running away from yeah. it. I lo- I'm looking at that and I'm thinking to myself, oh, you can tell that's a green screen. <laughs> Holy shit. I got lost in that moment. I, I thought, oh, this I is was, exciting. I was watch- I'm just watching it thinking, yeah, that's definitely a green screen okay. moment. So really it might, might fall a bit short, do you think, Julia? Well, maybe, maybe that scene, look, to be honest... It's just a trailer. Yeah. Maybe when I see it up on the big screen, the movies, and, and yeah. it, with the actual rest of that scene, it, it might yeah. fit better, and then I might not see that again. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, um, and plus, I mean, yeah, the film's not coming out until the end of the year, so yeah. they, they could still be, you know, doing some... Extra trailers. Extra... More trailers with more refined stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. More so production on that's, it. That's just my first look at it. That's how yeah. I saw it, and I... From well, a, from a, from a filmmaker's point of view, I, yeah. could t- I could tell that it was a definite green screen moment. But yeah. you know, I have to step away from that side of things and just look at it as a as a whole and not criticize it that much. If we are, <laughs> like, how green screen is it? Is it Unibum's quality green screen? No, 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 no. <laughs> as somebody as a filmmaker who's had to use bad green screen, is it Unibum's quality? <laughs> But I get it. We've got a budget of three, $3.50. They've got yeah, $350 million. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They've done a really good job with it, whereas we were a bit meh. <laughs> oh, a bit meh. Okay. Um, that's fantastic. 
Uh, I wanted to mention as I well. Like green screen work, actually, I think it does well. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, my standards are very low because I had no problems with that trailer at all. I was like, "Oh, that was amazing." <laughs> I know. I didn't say it was crap. Yeah. I, love, I still love it. Yeah. I still love it. I'm really looking forward. But you to picked it. up on it. I, that was the only thing that I picked up on. Just looking at that, and I'm just like, "Yeah, that's cool." Um, but. Other than that, it's it's looking really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention as well before we moved on was that the screenplay has been written by uh, Christina Hodson. And we've mentioned her before because she's also working on the Batgirl screenplay. Ooh. And she has written the Birds of Prey screenplay. Oh, okay. So, Yeah. I hope Birds of Prey is good because uh, me too. I mean, I didn't even bother watching the TV series that was out quite a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they they tried they tried that because a while it was ago. horrible, so I didn't yeah, even bother. Yeah, and then yeah. I heard that it was horrible, so I didn't. Glad bother. you didn't bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully, no, hopefully it's it's good. But um, mm. if you know, if Bumblebee is anything to go by based on in terms of script, then hopefully we'll, we'll get a gauge of what maybe yeah. Birds of Prey and Batgirl might yeah. be. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. But yeah. It's nice to see a lady writing strong female characters. Yeah, absolutely. As it always is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, Trailer Park, yes, that's a wrap, but the release date for <laughs> Bumblebee, my words are failing me. Uh, it's coming out just before Christmas, uh, 20th of December. Yay. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait. Happy Christmas, Transformers fans. <laughs> Quickie review. Okay, all right. So I wanted to just have a quickie little review, maybe like spend a minute because we are running really long already. <laughs> Not surprising. Doesn't sound like us at all. No, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yes. So uh, I, me and my wonderful friend Christina. Hello, Christina. If you're listening, you probably are. Um, we. She took me um, to see an Italian film mm-hmm. earlier this week. Uh, mm, at interesting. The, yeah, at the Palace Cinema in Brighton. Brighton, uh, feeling a little fancy, and um, yeah, I don't, I've never really. I'm not really one for foreign films. That's nothing against foreign films. Just like you know, subtitles. Oh really? That's I just the ha- only thing. I have an aversion to subtitles. Like I don't want to be like having to. Yeah. You know, I want to miss things. I just I, I just like being able to take it all in and mm. see everything. So I just worry yeah. about missing things. Um, you know, yeah, you need to uh, work your way with subtitles, like. You know, there are films that don't have a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So they're kind of like, you know, you train your eye. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, this is me who's been watching like foreign films on SBS since I was a teenager. Yeah. I yeah. I remember working my way up to it. Yeah, but that's yeah. good. Yeah. So like I do like foreign language. Cinema. Yeah. But yeah. Side notes, have you um, ever seen, not seen Life is Beautiful? I haven't. And that's funny you mentioned that. Christine yeah. is actually going to be showing me that. Like oh. she's like, I you need to watch this um, movie. It's an Italian film. Yes. Set in the Holocaust. Came out like... Better yes, the Holocaust, I, yeah. I I had to watch it as part of my Italian class in high school. Yes, but in Italian. Oh yeah, and oh, with, that would with, be hard. with subtitles, obviously, yeah. um, because of, because of the whole we had to use that film as a subject in our oral exam. Okay, um, to talk about with the examiners. Oh, yeah. oh that's cool. I had a very tough time. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, like, because I've got the the film on DVD because I absolutely love it. And I was watching it with my sister, and she as well isn't a huge fan of subtitles. But I said, no, you have to watch foreign language films in their original language. Yeah. Because as well as people do when they dub them, you notice the difference, yeah. and it is horrendous. Yeah, yeah, so I we, don't really do the dubbing thing. Yeah, yeah, we watched the film. She loved it. And La Vita Bella? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I, I showed her a scene 
just with the English dub and she couldn't handle two minutes of it. <laughs> just like, yeah, no, I can't do it. But Life is Beautiful, Kendall. Yeah, I yeah. will watch it. I'll you watch it. You will love it and um, just have just a box of tissues with you. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's about the Holocaust, so yeah. there's going to yeah. be some tears. Yeah, I can't wait to – I would love you to, to – give a, a mini review on it even though it's a retrospective one yeah. uh, especially if i'm here with you i'd love to hear what you think about yeah, it yeah yeah i will yeah. i'll tell you yeah. everything it's, uh, for sure it's one of my favorite italian films oh nice yeah. that's awesome um yeah so the film i watched was called um there's no place like home mm. um and it was really, really, really good. I really liked it. And the subtitles weren't a problem because once you get kind of get used to your reading or they're talking, like it's like, it's, it's fine. Like I was just like, you're able to keep up. It's, you know, it's no problem. But I, and it's just listening to them speak. I love Italians Beautiful. speak. Like it's just, it's very, yeah, it's a very nice language. Mm. And you know, they're so like, um, animated when they talk and oh, yeah. just moving they use around. Their hands a lot. Use their hands and <laughs> they open their mouths very wide and yeah. stuff when they speak. But and and kudos to you for keeping up with um, Italian yeah. subtitles. They can speak because I can't fast. even keep up with them half the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't miss. I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really good. Um, but no, yeah. So basically, the film is about um, this family who have they've all come together um, to celebrate the the patriarch and matriarch's fiftieth wedding anniversary. Which is on this like island off the coast of, um, I think it, it was filmed in Naples. Okay. So it's around that area, I believe. I think it was Naples. I could be wrong. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, so they, they, they're all, you know, they're celebrating, blah, 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 and they have to take a boat to get back to the mainland, but then the seas are too rough, so the, there's no ferries going. So then they all are forced to kind of bunk in with mum and dad. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's brothers and sisters and cousins and kids and stuff, you know. And so basically all of the family drama gets brought yeah. up. <laughs> um, yeah. It kind of reminded me of like a lighter, a slightly lighter version of Augusta Sage County. If either of you have seen no, that I film. No. Oh my God. That's a film. That yeah. is a film. That is a character film. My God. Like you could do that as a play, I think, yeah. because it's a similar premise. Um, except they're all there because, you know, the, the patriarch passed away um, and they're trying to just uh, figure out the will, I think. Okay. That's the premise of that. And Meryl Streep is the matriarch of the family. Julia Roberts is the oldest daughter. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, gold leader. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's similar to, yeah, because they're all, they're all kind of forced to be in the same room and they don't all get along. But this, yeah, so this family, like, you know, there's a lot of good moments in the film, like a lot of happy moments, you know, but all the brothers and sisters are happy to see each other. And, but then, you know, there's like, you know, ex-husbands and ex-wives present and, and like, you know, just health issues get brought up and just, yeah. But it's like, it's, yeah, it's a big, a big, crazy, you know, family drama kind of film yeah. with some comedy thrown in and some, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And the acting was really good. Mm. There's some really good, talented actors. Like, I, I, any of them could cross over into, like, English language films and would be successful because yeah, they were all really, really, really good. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was very happy. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's still 
playing is because it was part of the Italian Film Festival. Okay. It's playing at the Palace in Brighton at the moment. So, um, yeah, I would recommend if you want to want to see something you don't usually go see at the movies, which is what I, I, we were kind of wanting to do. Well, I was definitely wanting to do because Christina goes and sees these films all the time. Mm, um, she's, yeah, she's culturing me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. But yeah, there's no place like home. Go check it out. Yeah, sounds good. Yes, it's very good. Okay, all right. That means it's time for a certain segment that we get to towards the end of the podcast. Popcorn culture! Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. Culture. <laughs> it's popcorn. <laughs> popcorn culture time. Yes, Yay. yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I've, you know, this is just, yeah, it's just interesting because, you know, it's a Marvel-themed question. Yeah. And we have a, <laughs> we have a DC fan and in we have here. A, yes, yeah, notorious DC fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> notorious. So, yes, based off the news last week that made me so incredibly happy um, that we're getting a Loki and Scarlet Witch TV show as part of uh, the Disney streaming services uh, upcoming launch. Mm. MCU are doing limited series based on characters that haven't gotten their own films yet. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to see what we all thought about who should and could, might, you know, be in the chance of getting their own series. Who would you think? Who, who, what character do you think deserves their own TV show? So we asked you guys. But first, we've got some gut reactions. Is Wayne going to get his bottling up over there? Needs to maybe let loose some, some thoughts? I'm just trying to behave myself. <laughs> really? Yeah. Behave yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, oh, Kendall, out of respect to you. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> well, maybe one or two things. <laughs> out of respect to you, I have no answers. <laughs> That's the answer. We don't yeah. need anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> Well, we don't really, but you know. Mm. But look, if we're making any, and this is, uh, will surprise you because I actually have a legitimate answer. Oh, fabulous! <laughs> oh my god! Enlighten us. Hey, go oh, I'm Ken, so. Ken, wait, I'll need some water. Wait, I do. <laughs> Good thing. Here's some glass you prepared earlier. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I've got a fire extinguisher got, and everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm ready for this non-troll answer. No, yeah, no, it is, it is not <laughs> troll answer. This, this is so exciting. This feels weird. It does. <laughs> We're in bizarro world. I reckon. I reckon somebody spiked my water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it was something in the sweets. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah, it could be something in the sweets. Double yes. spiking. Yes. All right, all right. Yeah. Go. Well, look, I'm actually um, a fan of the more... You know, lesser Marvel yes. Marvel characters, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love the Daredevil movie from oh ben the Ben Affleck, Affleck one, yeah. yeah um, okay. And that's made me gonna want want to watch the uh, Daredevil series. I haven't gotten around to it, oh, but you should. but it's one that I actually want to watch. It's so good because of um, Ben's portrayal. Mm. Uh, also, I don't know if any of you have seen the old school Hulk movies uh, that was developed from the, that old TV series. So, are you talking about the Ang Lee Hulk? No, no, before then, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, the, all of the, oh, all the, of the yeah, Lou yeah, Ferrigno yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, so I first okay. saw Daredevil in one of the Hulk movies there. Wow. And the Hulk movies are really boring, right, yeah. from back then. <laughs> but I remember having this, you know, character, Daredevil, introduced to me then. Oh, and wow. I'm like, this Daredevil character is the most interesting character in this film. The rest can just go. Yeah. So, I've, I've always had a soft spot for Daredevil. Yeah, um, that's cool. This doesn't address the popcorn culture question, but I just wanted to preface it to... 
to let you all know uh, that I don't hate Marvel. <laughs> it's just so much fun to tease somebody who loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Um, but no, I was thinking about this. But my <laughs> point being is that a lot of the characters that do really um, enjoy The Punishers, also another one, um, they've got their own TV shows. So I had to really think, ago, okay, well, if we're going to make a TV series, yeah. I want characters that haven't sort of had the spotlight, you know, in terms of the film or, or, or TV medium. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm going to, because, you know, I'll have to make sure that I get the name correct yet. Um, I'd love to see a, a TV series about North Star and Kyle. Who are the X Men who got married, who had <gasps> comics first same sex marriage. Oh. And I'd love to see a TV show about them. Yes. I'd love to see their romance build up into a beautiful wedding. And since North Star is a, a mutant, yeah. Kyle is human. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that relationship. The dynamic there. The dynamic how how does it work? How does it work? And, you know. Wow. Yeah, I just I think that would That's be That's so good. I think that would be interesting to see. So if I, if we need another Marvel TV series, apparently we do, don't we, Kendall? Yeah. We need several of them, yeah. 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 Um yes. you know, why 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 not this? Because, you know, Marvel yeah. is fan I've always said it, Marvel is fantastic in terms of them being on the on the forefront of social consciousness and um, you know, having this beautiful diversity and yeah. uh, all of these different things. I think in terms of comics, especially mainstream comics, uh, they do it better than anybody else. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they, they've, they've shown this a little bit in their films and TV as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, North Star and Kyle, nice. the TV series. Yes. Go for it, boys. I love it. That's yeah. such a good pick. Yes. Excellent. I'd be down to watch that. Mm. Nice. Yes. Puglia, go. I like writing down my answers. Yes, because which I forget. Is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to have a good think about this one because I wasn't sure of who particularly to choose because mm. there's so many. And um, I tried to go with um, characters that there are in the they are in the the MCU films, but they're not specifically uh, the um, the main leads per se. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe one of them is, but uh, I'd like to see um, prequel series for say for Valkyrie mm. and how uh, how, how the, you stole warri- my answer for what, <laughs> those, those warrior women. Yeah, yeah. The way they they battle, go through battles, and I just want to know how that all began and yeah. where it all sort of went up yeah. until the point where Hela came in and yeah. destroyed them all. Yeah, yeah. That's I was going to say the same thing. Like I want to know. Um, I want to delve into Asgard's history yeah. and stuff. Everything that was touched on in Ragnarok was very interesting, fascinating. Mm. Like everything before, you know, before Thor and Loki were uh, were born. Yeah. Um, and then with the Valkyrie, especially, like yes. what's what's their story? Or what kind of battles did they fight? You know, yeah. Hardships did they face? What? How did Valkyrie end up on Sakaar? Exactly. Of all places. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so that'd be that's that's one of them. I love that. Yeah. Um. Another one, and that'd be like really good for it's kind of the sort of uh, Wonder Woman sort of scenario where there's going to be a lot more sort of female. There's an there's a female lead, and then there's going to be like your um your I keep forgetting the word. Co-stars, like male support, male love interest. No, no, no. Fe- female, female support. Oh, supporting yeah. act. It's just got to be like an ensemble. Just, of just women. Off, yeah, just women. Hmm. Yeah, like Wonder Woman. Yeah, but with 
Valkyrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get what you mean. Like the, the, but, the, but in a TV series. The, the, yeah, the, the, the women of Themyscira. Yeah, exactly. Part, instead of, but it's, you know, the Valkyrie of yeah. Asgard. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one I thought of, and this is going to be, and it is going to be a strange one. Uh, Yondu is probably pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to know about Yondu. Yes. <laughs> How he became yes. the man that he was. Yes, like the Ravagers. Yes. Yeah, a story about following them. Yeah, that, exactly. that would be so good. <laughs> Oh my god! That I'd like to see that as, like, in the same sort of style that Guardians has been. So as a comedy, um, yeah. If if they can bring it up with with all the action, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I want to know how he became the 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 controller of that arrow. Yeah. That, how did he? Yeah. How did he? Where did manage, it come from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where did that came? Where did that come from? How did he learn to control it? Make it his weapon. Oh. And where those little, where the whole thing about collecting those toys came from? Yeah, why is <laughs> he little collectibles? Why is he? Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And the last one I would love to see is Hawkeye. I like to see a yeah. Hawkeye TV series. You're stealing my answers for you. <laughs> She's stealing my answers. I'm reading your mind. <laughs> you are. <laughs> We're in sync. Yeah. No, I, I agree. A Hawkeye series would be really good. And there was talks of like, I feel like there was talks of Jeremy Renner appearing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one point, but mm. it's, it never happened. It still hasn't happened. It could happen. We don't yeah. know. Because we don't but get to see much of him. And no. he's, he's not as, you know, in front with the lead characters. <clears throat> uh, so it's something that I'd like to see more of, like... You know his story up until all the way to like to to the present films that yeah he's been in. no 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 yeah we and don't know what he's been doing in between and stuff yeah because literally the first time we saw him was in the first Thor film he's just there for that five minutes yeah. when you know Thor is trying to get Mjolnir back yeah and then he's up like you know mm. waiting for Coulson's where to shoot yeah. him down and he's like I'm starting to root for this guy like that's it and then he's just in Avengers and then you just kind of assume you know okay well he's clearly you know involved with S.H.I.E.L.D. and blah 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 and then Black Widow comes in and gives a bit of backstory with him there and her and and stuff which you know going into my answer a little bit but I would love to see a Black Widow and and Hawkeye like because yeah because the yeah the way one of my favorite scenes in Avengers 1 is that scene where Black Widow goes to interrogate Loki Mm. and then you know she's like you know you know is this oh sorry Loki's like is this love agent Romanoff and and he's uh, she's like love is for children I owe I owe him a debt you know Fury sent him to kill me and he made a different call and then she was recruited into S.H.I.E.L.D. and turned from being you know because she was raised in the Red Room which you saw in Age of Ultron she was you know you know manipulated and tortured and you know um into being this assassin. Um, so, and then, like, there's uh, there's allusions to, you know, you see, like, stuff to do with the Winter Soldier in her. Like, she has a past with the Winter Soldier. Like, you go into that as well. I feel like... And then, like, they talk about also, like, you know, there's that funny line where, like, you know, this is exactly like Budapest all over again. Yeah, you and yeah. I remember Budapest very differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, that oh, is a great line. I yeah, I, love, I love that line. Yeah. And, yeah, for so, years people have been wanting that kind of story as well. Well, this is the thing. And the Black Widow movie, solo movies, fallen through? Or what's well, going on with that? Well, see, I don't know. Like, they haven't really... Kevin Feige hasn't really directly addressed yeah. that film and what's happening with that. Because that's what I'd like to say. Because she's a great character. She's such a good and character. And obviously she's 
the link to a lot of other Shit. site references and throughout yeah. the franchise. So I think yeah. I think it's needed. It is totally, and, and it and it has been needed for a long time, yeah, and people have been asking have a for woman it. Front and center. Yeah, Come why not? On. Yeah, people have been asking for it for a long time, yeah. and I think yeah, and especially the, just the relationship between Hawkeye and her, like these two characters are very good and and played by very talented mm. actors that kind of deserve, mm. I think. You know, even if it was just like a six episode mini series, like they could, you, you could get them to do that. Like, oh, I swear, like, yeah. you know, they've got the money. It's, the money's not oh, a problem. Yeah, they've got the money, they've got the audience. They've got the audience, the audience would go crazy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 it would work, definitely. Yeah, but then like, even if it was just Hawkeye as well, that would still be really interesting. Just mm. to see him come up through S.H.I.E.L.D., the kind of mm. missions they would have sent him out yeah. on, like how does, yeah. And then, you know, the end of, his series could be him getting sent to go get to go kill Black Widow, and then you, yeah. and then you're all caught up, kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, like that could be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know, you end it like that, which is a great way to end it, Kendall. But that just makes I know you it makes you more scream yeah. for a follow up. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it does. But like, how great is that alone? Yeah. Just you know, that whole that whole backstory. Like, yeah. I think that's a prequel everyone wants to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Heck, yeah. I want to see it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so those are, those are your they're answers. They're my answers, yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Yeah, so I also think, yeah, for the same reason I said before, Valkyrie would be awesome. I love Tessa Thompson. She was really good. We didn't get to see her in Infinity War, which was so disappointing, <laughs> but she'll be in the next one. But, um, yeah, that whole give, mm. give her the – explore her backstory mm. would be really nice. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, and then I had yeah, Black Widow or Hawkeye would be really good. Um, I just – I don't know if they could do it because well they could probably do it. Um, a Korg and Meek yeah. like sitcom or something like yes. that would be hysterical. Yes. Get Taika with Titi to come in and just you know him it just more Korg. Get, yeah, like yeah. Just but I don't know where the only problem with that one is like I don't know how you would base it because like prior to meeting them they were just like, you know, on Sakaar. Mm. You know, and imprisoned. Exactly. So it's like, how do you? Where's what kind of story do you tell? Or like, I don't know. Yeah. So you could do. I don't know. You delve into the Sakar life, or how did they end up on Sakar? Kind of stuff. Movie. How did yeah. they? Yeah. Or how did? Yeah. How did they watch meet, meet the, each other? What? You know? Watch all the Dugs get. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pummeled. Yeah. The old Dugs. <laughs> Just another Doug. Just another day, another Doug. <laughs> Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. I'm up for any any exploring of that that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of characters that haven't... God, so there's so many. I don't know who else I can even bloody think of right now. But those are those were my main ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those big char- side characters that yeah. just haven't really given been given a chance. Like, I'm really excited to see what they do with Loki and Scarlet Witch in these shows. Mm. It's going to be incredible. Um, okay, all right. I think maybe it's time to go into your answers then. Yes, mm-hmm. let's um, go straight into it. Let's go. Um, Bethany Griffiths on Instagram. Hey, Beth. Hey. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, this is fantastic. Okay. Oh, bitch. Okay, so Bobby Drake. I'm direct quoting. Uh, Bobby Drake is one of the most underrepresented 
of the main X-Men. They did very little with the Kitty Bobby Rogue scandal, and I want to see that played out in full tea-sipping glory. We also need to have a good wing movie. He was cured and killed himself in the panic room, and I want that story on the screen so badly. Storm needs a three-part trilogy about her role in Africa. Yep. Jubilee needs a feel-good Ragnarok-style movie that pokes fun at everything, or TV series even. Um, And Magneto and Charles need a hopelessly romantic, slow-burn gay movie that focuses on their mutual respect and showcases songs by Phil Collins and Elton John. (laughs) Epic, essential, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a varied answer, like very passionate answer. I love that. Yes. It's very good. Um, Yeah. Any thoughts? I have no comment. No comment? No, please. (laughs) You lost me at Phil Collins music. Uh, You don't like Phil Collins? I love Phil Collins. I don't want it in an X-Men spin-off movie. (laughs) But imagine like, you know... Phil Collins is beautiful in those Disney moments. You know what I mean? No, but like, I just can picture like, you know, some awesome scene of like some fighting going on and just, su-su-studio, like in the background. <laughs> Would be great. Oh, well, God get, forsaken segment never end going. Then I could, <laughs> then, you know, I could get the image of like American Psycho out of my head. Because every time I hear su-studio, I think of American Psycho. What a great image to have. I know. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Thank you, Bethany. Thanks, Bethany. Awesome answers. All right. So the next one is from Philip Hunting. Hey, Phil. Oh, all right. Hunting. <laughs> and he says, I'd like to see Black Widow and Hulk sitcom, like a friends or buddy cop thing. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that could be like like a Not romantic sure sitcom. Not sure with Black Widow, to Well, be I don't think they could... In terms of MCU right now, I don't think they could do that. It works well enough for Thor yeah. to do it like that, but, um, w- you know, with the comedic style of Ragnarok, but I don't think they could do, um, Scar- like, Scarjo, I don't think she could do Black Widow as kind of a played-up-for-laughs sort of thing. Mm. I mean, it, did you guys ever... But did you guys ever watch that um, bloody um, SNL skit they did where, yeah. like, Black Widow is, like, trying to find a, a boyfriend? And it's so funny. They, they, she, she's wearing her whole outfit, but she just has this like pretty pink cardigan over the top, and it's, it's <laughs> fucking hysterical. So that would work. But like, um, I don't, I don't know if Phil remembers or not, but um, Black Widow and Hulk like have a thing, yeah, in the movies, and mm. uh, you know, so they were kind of a sort of a thing that hasn't really been explored fully yet but if they were to do us like a, a romantic sitcom situation that could be interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> well because bruce has a soft spot for it really doesn't he yeah, yeah he really does and she's she's kind of you know very much into him and yeah so i don't know i love triangle with hawkeye yeah. <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not going to happen. I, I was, I was shipping, I was shipping Hawkeye and Black Widow for ages after like the first Avengers. But then when they introduced Hawkeye's family in Avengers Two, I was like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> just ruined the dream. Ruined it. Not happening. Don't worry, they'll always have Budapest. They will. <laughs> I'm so glad you made that call. That's amazing. But no, that's still that's that could be still funny. Like I feel like. Yeah, because, like, even Thor and Hulk as a buddy sitcom, which was essentially what Ragnarok was anyway. Yeah. But, like, that stuff is really good. But with Black Widow, it could be interesting. Thanks, Phil. Thank Philip. 
and our mate Michael Arlista wants Yay! a Howard the Duck TV series. <laughs> I say go for it. <laughs> go for it. I feel like in this day and age there's an opportunity to do Howard the Duck right. I feel like that they should make the Howard the Duck TV series like they did the Howard the Duck movie. But wasn't the movie awful? We're talking Marvel. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought you were that. <laughs> yeah. different to anything else we've yeah. seen. Um, I, I should. Why did I? I actually haven't seen How the Duck. I haven't either because it's not something you can readily get. Like I think it got it got reissued at my work. I think like last year, mm-hmm. but um, I never bought it. Um, and I think it's been discontinued again already. But. Oh look, if you are going to buy it, wait for it to go to your six ninety five bin. Or yeah. 698. Well, yeah, I keep an eye. Yeah. If it yeah, if it comes yeah. back in at work, I'll keep an eye on it. But um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've always been curious by it, especially after seeing him pop up in the Guardians movies. Mm. Um, so I would really like to see because uh, Seth Green did the voice of him in the films. Okay. Um, so I would really like to see Seth Green do Howard the Duck in in some kind of comedy miniseries. Mm. That would be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know too much of Howard's backstory because mm. he's just a, a sentient alien duck, essentially, like humanoid duck. Yes, yes. That's... He comes from a planet where, you know, they're all like that. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't know his backstory in terms of the comics. I mean, in the comics, he actually looks like Donald Duck. Yeah. The way he's, the way he he's does. Yeah. yeah, he um, does. In the movie that George Lucas had produced, which was originally supposed to be animated, but yeah. like, now let's do it live action. Yeah. Um, he is sitting in his lounge room and he gets zapped from his armchair from his planet to Earth. Oh, that's yes. how it happens. And okay. as he tries to figure out where he is and to get back, he um, saves a rock musician played by Leah Thompson. <laughs> oh, so Leah Thompson's a, a rock star in it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't realise. Um, I knew because I knew she was in it. but um. Yeah, it's actually, um, yeah, she sings the theme song and stuff like that to the oh, film. Yeah. Look, cool. the, the film, it's funny, the, the movie itself is one of those where it's probably too dark for children. It has a lot of adult humour in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny because I remember seeing it. Um, as a child <laughs> in school, uh, it, you know, it was the, what well, was the late eighties, early nineties. We were bred tougher then and <laughs> just sort of showed everybody everything. Yeah. Um, but no, and the film actually itself is fun. If you let yourself have fun with it, mm. the movie actually isn't that bad. It's, okay. it's fun. It goes a bit over the top, a bit too much out of control in the last act. Right. So for me, it falls apart a bit in the last act because the performances are horrible. Great actors. Tim Robbins is in it. I think it was his yeah. first major role. Yeah. Horrible. Like, they're all bad. But you have fun with it. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think in a spirit of a Howard the Duck TV series, you could go either way. You could take the same spirit of the film, but you're right, do it better. Yeah. Or if he's more serious in the comics, then you can play it straight. Mm. But again, I've not read the comics, so I don't know how he is in the comics. Yeah. But neither, he seems yeah, to be neither. gritty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um... But I think why not? I mean, it's not a character we've explored. Maybe this is a way of correcting yeah. a wrong that we've got in you know, in pop culture. We all know it as mm. Howard the Duck is a level of bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a level of bad in terms of... Well, things. that's... I mean, like, you know, the, the, there's been... Before we had Iron Man, there were a ton of bad Marvel films. And like, a ton of bad ones after Iron Man, too. 
So <laughs> that began a course correction. <laughs> so let we can do it with Howard the Duck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we've got a Fred Watch review for that film as well. You yes, we do. Review? Yes, we do. Go I need, for it. I need to check that out. Mm. We'd love to. Okay. Um, thanks, Mike. Yeah, it's a great response. Very great I response. think a Howard the Duck TV series in all seriousness has potential. Totally. Yeah, it has potential. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> okay. Um, Jamil Belici. Hey, Jamil. Hello, Jim. Uh, he <laughs> says... 100% should be a spy should be a Spider-Man series. Do Spider-Man 2099 on Netflix. It was born to be a high budget sci-fi <laughs> show. Why not? Why not? Even though we're talking about the Disney service, but that's fine. Um you said Netflix. Someone's pedantic. No, I'm not pedantic. <laughs> well, it, you know, this is my baby we're talking about here. Um so Spider-Man 2099, I'm just going to Wikipedia the story because I can't remember the premise. Um, okay, so oh, so it was a Mar- Marvel. T- the whole thing it was a Marvel twenty ninety nine comic book line. So it was a futuristic reimagining of um, like the original characters. Mm. Um, so his secret alter ego is Miguel O'Hara, a brilliant geneticist living in New York in the year 2099 AD, who is attempting to recreate the abilities of the original Spider-Man in other people and later suffers a related accident that causes half of his DNA to be rewritten with a spider's genetic code. Um, O'Hara is the first Latino character to assume the identity of Spider-Man. Um, so these books were comic books were released in 992. Um, so that's the premise. No, nah, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> nah. I, I love what the comics were doing. I love it, but no. Nah. If I want Spider Man on TV, if I want him on the screen, I want Peter Parker. Well, I want I want Miles Morales, which is why I'm excited for this Into the Spider Verse film. They're doing Miles Morales on the big screen in this animated film. Peter Parker. That's coming out. <sighs> Peter Parker's great, and I love Peter Parker. But you know, they can. They can do different characters as well. Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker is my Spider-Man. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. It's fine. I'm just saying. There's other options <laughs> as well. Peter Parker. <laughs> Thanks, Jamil. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Jamil. <laughs> Speaking of the Spider-Man verse. Yes. Uh, my friend Shannon has voted for Silver Sable. He says, easily adaptable to a TV series, familiar to most Marvel and Spidey fans. Now, for those of us, I've never actually heard of this character. I'm just going to quickly show them a picture. This is Silver Sable. Yes, I've I've seen her before. And what does she do? Um, Does she have a superpower? She does. Silver Sable... Um, is a mercenary hunter of war criminals, leader of the Wild Pack, and owner of Silver Sable International. Um, as what they've pretty much mentioned in the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mm. her abilities... They don't really mention much. Oh, here we go. Her abilities, uh, skill-handed, hand-to-hand combat, skilled in the use of firearms and knives. So it's not particularly a super power. Um, but a lot of skills. Kind of like a, like a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a Batgirl. Yeah. Just in, in combat, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, in fighting. That's cool. Yeah. 
And I think as well, like, again, if you're going to give a TV series to characters, do ones that are underrepresented or have never been on the screen before. Exactly. Like, exactly. why not? You've you've got a fan base for it. Yeah. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? I think if you've got people who are really interested in this universe, and there's so many people who are. Oh, yeah. Why not be introduced to more? And again, now you can have your opportunity to showcase diversity because Marvel have got a back catalogue of beautiful, beautifully do. diverse yeah, characters. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. You now have a platform to show them off. Yeah. Um, yeah. That... You can do this now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a really interesting opportunity as well uh, because they were actually working on a, a, a Silver Sable film oh. um, called Silver and Black, and it was going to feature Silver Sable and the character Black Cat as well. Um, but that's not happening anymore. But And it looks like they're going to be splitting it up into two films with Black Cat to get her in film first okay. and then Silver Sable down the track. Okay. So if... The problem is, is, though, is that these characters are, are owned by Sony. I was about to ask because yeah. they, they, they fall under the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man catalog. Yeah. Correct. So whereas they can use Peter Parker and Spider-Man in the MCU because of the agreement, other characters is a little bit murkier, mm. you know, as we've been talking about with the Venom film coming yeah, out yeah. this week. But then again, why not just, you know, leech off the success of Spider-Man yeah. in the MCU and do it? Yeah, they and could then, make it then, happen. And then Spider-Man will, unofficially, if you will, link both universes together. If yeah. you write it correctly, whether yeah. you're not contradicting anything, you yeah. don't have to give a nod to anything mm. from one universe to the other, yeah. but they just don't necessarily have to contradict. They can co- they can coexist. That's they can. Um, and soon, and anyway... And we all win. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was going to say... All soon, the nerds are happy. Yeah. <laughs> soon Disney will have enough money to buy them, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disney Master Race. Yeah, um, exactly. So she first appeared in the Marvel Comics series uh, The Amazing Spider-Man in issue number 265 back in June 1985. Oh, cool. Okay. So she's been around for a while. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's a good pick. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Yeah, good response. Nice. All right. And that's it. Those are our responses then. So what's some n- good answers? Next week's question. Next week's question uh, is if you could pick any movie character to be your bodyguard, who would you pick and why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could be really interesting. <laughs> I've got my answer. Oh, uh, yeah. We know a way to know your answer. Yes. But I will elaborate it's for fantastic. you all. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely got some ideas already brewing up based on. I've got to do some research. <laughs> based on certain things we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for your answers. Yes. Um, you. We really appreciate them. And yeah, remember to use hashtag TellFred uh, in regards to this week's question so we can find your responses. Yes. Okay. So, what's so, up with Fred? What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Okay. Uh, okay. So, what's up with Fred tomorrow in Compa Gamers? Yes. I will be featuring for the first time really? in the live stream. Live stream. Oh, my God. I have been asked to guest star in a live stream of uh, Rocket League. That's so cool. Yes. I can't wait to watch you live stream Because <laughs> I don't want to, like, put a curse on anything, but I just think you'd be hilarious unfiltered. Oh, yeah. When I'm... <laughs> I literally, like, with Rocket League, I got a chance to sort of play around with it uh, and just sort of test out the game and see how I like it and, you know, um, just figuring out the moves and stuff. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting. There could be some hell of a reactions from me. There's going to be a lot of squeals, I can tell you now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be the oh-nos and the ah-crap. 
<laughs> so there's going to be a lot of reaction coming from me. I'm going to be the most vocal, I think. <laughs> um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. Um, and so with that, I'm gonna, that's going to be my sort of testing ground to see if I can do my own little live streamy. But yeah. we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, what so else is up? Well, you all have the monthly out, which yes. is a yes. great episode. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Very good episode. Go check that out now, yes. yeah. everybody. Great to listen to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun to record too. Yes. Yeah, even though I got way loopy right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was still good. It was still very good, yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, new Collectible Chaos video. Yes. Oh, what so, an <laughs> episode. <laughs> you want a good episode, we've got a good episode for you, folks. so glad you liked oh, it. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. My favourite childhood movies. Yeah. yeah. So all the, all the films that I, I adored growing up and I still adore. All the nostalgia. All of the nostalgia, Mm. 80s and 90s films, that's all it is. Um, Yeah, go watch it. And one 70s film too. Yes, correct. (laughs) Sorry, actually no, two 70s films. There were two. Yeah. If you want to know what those ones are, go watch it. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yes, yes, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I'm currently figuring out my next month's script at the moment. So, Mm. October, Halloween. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to have fun editing. Yeah. Mm. We're going to see a clown with a big red balloon again? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think there's going to be, yeah, there's based on what I've chosen as my theme, there's going to be a, a, some repeats from last year, mm. but only a couple. Yeah. But I'm just like, I love them, so I need to mention them again. Yeah, so, why not? So. And look, and if, you know, you've got a new audience member who maybe hasn't seen the previous one, it's all yeah, fresh for them. And, that's true. And it's nice sometimes if you've got like your repeats, how they sit in comparison with different films, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to it. Yeah. Good. I will yeah, make sure thing. to edit during the day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's do, all I'm saying. Do that. And, and the lights on. Natural sunlight, artificial. You'll need it. Well, I'm in the I'm in the front room anyway. I've got two giant windows, so I'm gonna make sure they're open all yes. the way. Yeah, Aww. don't make my mistake. Don't stay up too late. No. Don't be the <laughs> last. Don't be the last one in your household to go to bed. <laughs> oh, no, don't goodness. do that. Yes. No. Um, Exciting things coming up. Yes. Any more Fred watches? Fred watches. Well, yeah. So again, I'm going through um, some horror movies, compiling a bit of a uh, a collection of sh- uh, quickie reviews. Uh, from the Hills Have Eyes franchise, as well as hopefully a graphic novel review thrown in the mix as well. Ooh, yes. Yeah, which is kind of Fred Reed. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to Fred Watch, but look, it, it'll fit in there. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, a bit of writing, producing a, a little theatre show you may have heard mentioned a few weeks back, <laughs> which will be good. <laughs> which will be good. I'm keeping mum about it. Yeah, you are. You are. We've, uh, <laughs> for, as of today, we secured all of our cast officially, which yeah. is great. <laughs> but we can't say any more on that. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, just putting it all together. Um, everyone's working really hard on it. Yes. So once no, once October is done for me, and halfway through November, I'm going to be in a much better place to give it my full attention. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, three weeks left of full on uni. Yay! <laughs> so that's 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 my focus, folks. But in terms of Fred, yeah, just Fred Watch um, play being produced. 
plays in the process of being written as well. So I'm really excited. Yay! Yeah, about, Fred's future. About it's Fred's great. future. And it should be very soon that we also get a new uni bums out into the world. Yes. I hope so. Bloody yes. hope so, well, man. Well I put it I put it out in the world so the team have to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Power of positive thinking. Absolutely. Yes. How about yeah. yourself, Kendall? Yeah, well, yeah. Collectible chaos. chaos. I said everything. You've yeah. said it all, yeah. I've said it all already. Absolutely. We've done it all. Ramblings. Well yeah, actually I am planning something for Halloween. Um for non scripted ramblings. For non scripted ramblings. Uh, because there are, there, I was trying, I was trying to see if I could do it for uh, MJ's sixtieth birthday, but I've decided to push it to Halloween because I there's a, uh, a I don't ever call it a short film. I guess I would call it a short film because it's like forty minutes long. It's called Ghosts, and Michael Jackson was, did it. Was in it. Yeah, well, he it's his thing. It's Michael Jackson's ghost. I remember when it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've With seen it. Molly Meldrum doing the intro and the outro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was, yeah, it was it's about 20 years old, just over. Mm. And I think it's highly underrated. And I wanted to sh- I want to shine some light on it around Halloween. So I'm going to be talking, instead of talking about thriller, I'm going to talk about ghosts, I think. So I want to yeah. film a non-scripted ramblings, maybe, you know, 10, 20 minutes long, me just talking it up. You know, Good call. would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, hopefully bring that together. You know, now I've said it out loud. Now I'm doing it. Now yes, you are. <laughs> it's def- definitely happening. Yes, it's, putting it's, it out there. It's the only way we get things done. Yeah. <laughs> you say yes. it, yes. Put it out loud, you have to do it now. Got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Obligation. All right. Well, that's a lot to look forward to, guys. I yes. Think so. I yeah. Think, yeah. I think summer's going to be great for us. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be a good summer. Can't wait. Let's I know. Do it. Looking Me too. To it. So excited. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it then. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yes. That's a wrap. That's all, folks. That's all. That was a podcast called Fred. Yeah. Hear the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, FredTheAlienProductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, wallet, and decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talents at Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, Collectible Cows, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings, and our live stage shows such as the writer and Michael Fuller getting a man. Getting married in the morning. Yay! That was the Fred plug. That was the Fred plug. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stoney. And I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And, and you just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yay! Yay! I was behaved. You were. I was literally just thinking, I'm like, this is the least trolling you've ever done. Oh, I just got so bored with all the Marvel talk. I fell asleep, Kendall. Oh, there it is. Yay. There it is. Ending on a troll. No, Fantastic. not not at all. But I was halfway through that spiel um, through Marvel. I was like, ah, oh, this is what Fulia felt like the other time when we were talking politics. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. That's okay. Not again. Oh boy, boy, boy. Remember to eat beef. You remember to eat beef, guys. <laughs> eat your beef. Yeah. Take your beef or whatever you choose. Yes. And thanks for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And see.